Good evening, everybody. Welcome uh, to episode eight of the Bad Beats and Velcro Klutz podcast. I'm Kevin, one-fourth of your host crew, and we'll be joined momentarily by the other guys. But uh, first, I want to share a couple of things. Um, the common thread among us here at the uh, the Bad Beats and Velcro Klutz podcast is sports. Our, our love for sports and sports gambling is what made us to decide to, that we wanted to do this podcast but we also talk a little bit about our lives. We share little anecdotes about what we got going on in our lives uh, and try to let our audience, all, all two of you, into our circle. Um, on Sunday, January 26th, the, the sports and life Venn diagram circles overlapped in the, the worst imaginable way. Uh, the tragedy in California, uh, the helicopter carrying... The, uh, the families of three teenage girls and the pilot and then the assistant coach crashed into uh, a hillside in a dense fog near Calabasas, uh, killing everybody on board. The magnet of the tragedy is obviously Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna. And the news of this, uh, it would, the, the shockwaves were far-reaching, and it seemed like the earth kind of stopped spinning for a minute while we all really for several hours i mean i was glued to the tv myself for for 10 hours just watching the the coverage um so many of us use sports as an escape uh including all of us on this show we like to elevate the athletes that we idolize and we see them as invincible or immune from the issues that keep us you know just the regular people up at night in the blink of an eye we're reminded that tragedy and death don't discriminate and death doesn't care who you are or what you've done, and it for sure doesn't care what work you think you have left to do. Um, on tonight's show, uh, we're going to share our thoughts on Kobe Bryant, um, and we're going to talk about some other stuff too. But we encourage anybody who's listening to uh, hop into our live chat room, uh, tweet us at badcletes, B-A-D-C-L-E-T-E-S, or drop us an email at badcletes at gmail.com. Um, but with uh, with that said, let's get into the uh, let's get into the show. Welcome, gentlemen. How are you? Oh, hey there. Hey. What's what's up, Chili? I'm I am very much hoping the Detroit Pistons make a couple shots. Yeah. What's uh, what? Uh, how many points away are you? Um. Well, I have a minute fifteen, and I need thirteen points. Okay, oh, that's not oh, the, the three ball out of the oh, not out of the realm of possibility. It's Do they have there. Chauncey Billups and Richard Hamilton again? Because I think that's what you're going to need. Well, yeah. they might still have Tayshawn Prince. Uh, they're bad. They're real bad. The Cavaliers are bad too. What an awful game to bet on. I was like, well, that's a pretty low point total. I'll take the over, right? Two twenty. That's a pretty low point total with two teams that struggle to score. Yeah. Well, I don't know. The last time they played, it was like. It's a pretty high-scoring game. Oh, now they're dribbling it out. Come um, on, let's, let's some passion here. What's going on? Caleb, are you here? There it is. Yeah, I'm here. I'm just Caleb uh, listening. Is either not here? No, I'm here. Where the mute button is? Nope, I'm here. Just was listening to Chilelli and didn't want to uh, overlap and overtalk over top of him. Gotcha. Um, so we uh, we talked a little bit about. Uh, starting the show with thoughts about Kobe Bryant. Um, I know Sean at at a time 
uh, during his teenage years, uh, lived in L.A. And uh, for as long as I've known Sean, I've known about him, that he was a, a Lakers fan and a Kobe fan. Um, I, I wasn't. Uh, a Lake, I was a Shaq fan, so like when the whole divorce with Shaq and Kobe happened, I was very much Team Shaq, and I think Sean was probably the opposite of that. Am I right? Um, honestly, I, I, the the whole situation kind of kind of sickened me, and that's when I kind of kind of fell out of love uh, with with basketball, if you will. The fact that that team was broken up by off the court issues like that, and all their little trivial bullshit they had going back and forth uh i mean i was a big fan of both of them before i actually lived in orlando when Shaq was drafted um by the magic so i always always had a little little thing for Shaq, uh being being close by some of his uh where he came into the league and where he certainly made a big name for himself out in, out in la winning some championships um but yeah, that was definitely uh, it was definitely some special times. I lived out there from '95 to '98. Okay, so, so right, so right before their three peat. Right, right, and that's what. Uh, yeah, they three peated when I was in high school for uh, sophomore, sophomore, junior, senior year. It was a three peat. How many? So, uh, how many times Kobe came into the league in '96? That was his uh, rookie year. That's when he was drafted, right? Correct. Yeah, because he played 20 years. Uh, 96, 96, 97 was his first year because he had that uh, the couple years of overlap with Jordan. Um, yeah. I mean, how, those are back uh, in the good old days with old uh, you guys. You guys knew him before I did. Old Nicky Van Smack, Nick Van Exel here for you. Yeah. Nick the Quick, man, one of the one of the best uh, one of the best collegiate point guards that I ever saw play. Obviously, being a Bearcats fan. Um, Nick Van Exel is very near and dear to my heart. Yep, Nick Van Exel, Eddie Jones at the two before you know he's you know Kobe came up under Eddie. Yep, those are uh, old bloody. Well, Kevin, are... Go ahead, Kill. Sorry, I, I was letting you finish. Kobe, uh, oh, right. Kobe even sat his first couple years. Yeah, behind yeah. Eddie, he didn't even play a whole lot his first couple years. Right. That Eddie had those sweet team jump mans, the little lows. Just... Oh yeah. Classics. That's one of the. Uh, th- I think that's one of the most compelling things about Kobe is that he he, he was drafted uh, out of high school, seventeen years old. He enters the league, but he did sit those first couple of years uh, and didn't get a whole lot of run. Um, but he, you talk about a guy who was born with all the talent in the world and was always sure of himself, but still knew that. The only way he was going to get to where he wanted to get uh, was to to still outwork everybody, mm-hmm. uh, outwork everybody in the gym, outwork everybody on the practice floor, outwork everybody night in, night out, playing eighty-one games a year. Um, I it sucks when stuff like this happens because I think uh, revisionist history is such a bitch of a thing, and it happens to everybody mm-hmm. in sports. But we don't even. I mean, do you, we all know we can all appreciate LeBron James, a guy like LeBron, and what he's doing, and we watch him night in, night out. Uh, personally, since there's not an NBA team in Cincinnati, and the age that I was in, the age that I was when Kobe was um, dominating, I, I really feel like I didn't even get to like 
stop and smell the roses, so to speak, to understand what was actually playing out right in front of us uh, to appreciate it in terms of a historical relevance. But that living in L.A., that probably didn't happen to you. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, that was the beginning year. So like you're saying, the first first two years he sat out. So I really only got to go like I went to I remember one of the last games I went to uh, with my dad um, was against the Rockets. And uh, Charles Barkley was playing for the Rockets at the time. Yeah. I mean, that was that was really cool. But then when I was in high school was when I was really into the Lakers. And, I mean, luckily, being a big market team like that, they were always you – know, they're always on TV, whether it's TNT, ESPN. You know, it's almost like being a Yankee fan to where you could see most of the most of the games without even subscribing to anything, even back then. So you used yeah, to get the games on, game. but they were playing the West Coast. So the games would come on at, you know, 11 o'clock at night, local time. But, I mean, those were great games back with the – with the Trailblazers and the Spurs and all the rivalries they had back then. I mean, that was, that was awesome. That would have been uh, – I, I never saw Kobe play in person. I saw Shaq play – the first NBA game I ever went to was in Orlando. My, my parents um, – so the, the arena that Orlando plays in is the Amway Center, and my parents were uh, – they fell for the pyramid scheme that was Amway. Um, sure. But I remember we were in Florida one year, and I got to go – uh, to a Magic game uh, and see Shaq, and I was probably like, I don't know, 10 or 11 or 12. Shaq was drafted in 92. He was the first pick of the 92 draft, and he played in Orlando for whatever it was, eight years, something like that. Um, so I was I was pretty young, but uh, never – I really regret now um, not watching Kobe play in person. Caleb, I know you're not a big basketball fan, but as we talked um, all day yesterday in our group chat, this uh, Kobe's death, I'm not I'm not doing well with it. And I know Caleb's not either, and it's a stupid thing um, to like grieve so hard for somebody that y- you don't know or you've never met, you never would have even had an opportunity to know or meet. Coming from a non-basketball fan's perspective, Caleb, what's what's the toughest thing uh, for you about this? So I think uh, I think the best way to really put it, and as you mentioned, I'm I'm not I'm, I'm not even a college basketball fan really. Um, I mean, out of all the athletes that have been in my life and you know hold you know a special place and you know in my heart or you know, whatever. This isn't even one of the athletes that would even come, wouldn't even have been in my top 20, top 25. But I think the actual part of it is, is what you mentioned yesterday is the mortality aspect of it. You don't even think about it. Um, I mean, this man had anything in the world. I mean, he, when he, he skipped LA traffic by, by jumping in a helicopter. I mean, the man could have anything he wanted. He would have had the best nutritionist, the best medicine. This man could have lived, should have lived longer than anyone else in the entire world. I mean, he had all the ability to, you know, mm-hmm. and just like that, he's gone. And, and there's <clears throat> nothing that you can do to, I mean, there's nothing he could have done differently, you know, that, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it's a an awful tra- tragedy, but, I mean, who would have ever have thought that that was going to be, you know, something that takes him down? I mean, it could happen to anyone at any point is the main yeah. thing that that really gets people, I think. And for me, you know, yeah. 
is the only death that even comes close to this was also someone that didn't really have anything to do. I mean, I don't watch NASCAR at all, but when Dale Earnhardt Jr. or when Dale Earnhardt died, excuse me. That I, was I, bad, I dude, but I feel like this is probably like way worse than that. But that was more, I mean, I feel like this united, somebody tweeted earlier today that uh, this like united the country. Like everyone loves Kobe Bryant. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I think Mark Cuban was the one that uh, that tweeted that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but I mean, I, I remember when Dale died. I was watching the race. Uh, we were, you know, my, my dad and me and my grandpa, everybody rooting for Sterling Marlin at the time. Um, and then when Dale died, we weren't Earnhardt fans necessarily, but it was still it was devastating. And it is a similar feeling, but I feel like this is worse, especially growing up in a city without an NBA team, and that was before. You know, the Cavaliers were even relevant before LeBron's heyday and everything. But, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I grow. I feel like I grew up watching Kobe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Lakers I, fan I feel or like, not. So. I, I feel like a part of it has to do with the social media aspect of today's world. I think that kind of... Uh, you know, that's kind that's of a really, magnifies it a little that's, bit. That's a really that's a really good point. Um, we have we as fans have uh, undoubtedly the best access to the athletes that we idolize uh, out of any generation. Uh, Twitter is social media is the most powerful thing to be born of the internet age, without a doubt. And the fact that any one of the four of us can send, uh, you know, a 280, I think is what the character limit is now on Twitter, a 280 character uh, message or blurb or thought uh, to... Jeremy and, Hill? To, yeah, to well, Jeremy I Hill. Can't, to, I can't do that, but you guys can. No, you, you can't. Uh, to LeBron <laughs> James, to Ken yeah. Griffey Jr., to all of these people, and... You know, if they check their mentions at all, and and we know they do because sports figures are vain if they're nothing else, uh, and they want to know what's being said about them. Uh, and they, if it's something that resonates with them at all, we we got a shot at hearing back from these people, which that that does make Kobe's death um, one of the, the the social media aspect. That's a good point, Caleb. I didn't think of that. I said yesterday in our group chat that I wasn't a Kobe fan. I said it tonight as we came onto the air. Um, but aside from my family and like, like my mom and dad and sisters, cause I, obviously I didn't know my, my wife and I have been together for, for 10 years and we got a one year old, but aside from my family, sports are like the biggest constant in my life. And Kobe Bryant was, was a central key figure in one of the four major sports in this country for 20 years. I'm 35 years yeah. old. That's, you know, that's my whole life. I, I don't know much of an NBA life without Kobe Bryant. He just retired four years ago. He played for 20 years, and, I, you know, I wasn't watching a lot of NBA at 10, 11 years old. Um, but I think it feels like a part of my youth has been um, – like taken away and it's stupid to i was i was just watching a video on instagram before we went on the air and it was from first take maybe today i don't even know who the dude was because i don't watch first take with any regularity um 
But the guy was saying, you know, it's not stupid to mourn somebody that you've never met uh, because it shows compassion. And it shows that you have the ability to put yourself uh, mentally in a situation that, um, you know, is an uncomfortable place to go to. But that's, I don't know, it's been tough. I, I had a real tough time yesterday. Um, yeah, it was a bad day, dude. I mean, I was, uh, you know, just I couldn't believe it. It took me a long time to even believe it. But, yeah, it was, it was hard, especially, like you said, growing up watching this guy. You know? Yeah. Uh, by the way, they're actually playing Kobe's last game on ESPN right now where he dropped 60 points against the Jazz. And it's just like, it's chilling. It's kind of weird. But, yeah. So I saw a real little, it uh, was, uh, real cool little thing. That, that was a heck of a game. Um, I, I, I remember a quote from Kobe after the game. I don't know if it was in – he took the microphone immediately after the game, and I don't think it was part of that. And it could have been. He said, you know, for 20 years, all I heard from you people is, Kobe, you need to pass the ball. You need to pass the ball. And then I'm out here on my last game, and all I hear from you guys is, give it to Kobe, let him shoot it. Give it to Kobe, let him shoot it. <laughs> yeah. I saw, I saw a tweet or a video or whatever. Uh, Mike Tirico was talking yep, about that's what I was. That's what I was going to talk about. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you take the floor on it. Uh, so uh, they were saying that Gordon Hayward uh, actually did a really cool thing uh, during that game, and uh, he, Gordon Hayward gained a little bit of a fan in me uh, from learning about this, and I'm sure Kevin got uh, probably the same. Uh, Kobe got fouled um, towards the end. There was like 15 seconds left, 14 seconds left, something like that, and Kobe hits the first free throw to uh, make it 59 points. And as he goes to take the second free throw, which would notch him at 60, right before he shoots it, Gordon Hayward steps into the lane and he looks over at the ref, kind of like, if he misses this, he gets another shot at it. And it was just saying, that's just goes to shows you what, uh, like the whole fraternity of NBA players and what they really thought of him and everything like that to where somebody would give up an extra shot just for him to be able to hit 60 in his final game. I was really hoping that none of you guys had seen that. I was going to bring that up, but apparently <laughs> I was third. Uh, everybody everybody that right. of that nugget, apparently. Yeah, there was Mr. Twitterless Chalela, you hasn't been able to keep up the last couple days. Yeah. <laughs> there was a uh, – Gordon Hayward maybe tweeted out uh, yesterday, you know, all of the uh, – um, all of the tributes or whatever as they came rolling in to Kobe, Gordon Hayward shared a, an Instagram message that Kobe sent him right after uh, Hayward like blew his leg up, and everybody remembers that on the first game of the year, um, about the grind and the rehab and uh, how he would appreciate his, his career's journey so much more after coming back from a devastating injury. Um, and I've heard so much about – Kobe over the past couple of days about like you know a player gets hurt it could be a totally different sport a player gets hurt um, and the first person they hear from is Kobe and they've never talked to Kobe before in their life and, and maybe that's just who Kobe was as a person um, which it's such a damn shame you know one of the the worst part about this for me um, is the is the parental aspect of this mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, as we were waiting for the story to unfold and get clarification on the other passengers on the helicopter, 
you know, there was a lot of misinformation because every news outlet wants to be the first to report it, and accuracy doesn't really matter. They just got to get their they got to get their two cents in. Um, yeah. It was reported at one point in time that all four Kobe's were on board this helicopter, uh, and then it was reported that Rick Fox was on board the helicopter, and it for a long time, for two hours, it was there were five people aboard, and then the sheriff just kind of nonchalantly says some shit like yeah nine people dead and now we're all like well what in the hell is going on but the the biggest thing for me the thing that hurt me the most as a parent um you know instantly you know when your wife's pregnant as a guy anyway and probably as as a woman you know this also your only job is to do whatever you can do to protect your kid And the the fact that they're in this helicopter and whatever's happening is happening. And Kobe's there with his daughter and the uh, Albatelli family or whatever. Altabelli was his name, the the baseball coach from Orange County College um, or Orange Coast College. The – you can't do anything for your kid. Man, there's nothing you can do. Right. And I don't I can't wrap my head around that, man. That that'll bother yeah, me for real. a long, long time. I don't even have kids, I was thinking that like who just that whole the whole situation, you know, as a parent, that's uh that's tough, man. It Very was tough. uh Sean shared something with me today. Um, it was audio from the helicopter pilot to a couple of different air traffic towers is what it sounded like to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it made it seem like all of a sudden they lost contact because the, the crash was way more sudden and less flailing than I think was originally reported. Well, they lost contact because he was flying too low. Apparently, there is a cutoff for communications because that's what the tower tells him. He said, you're flying too low. You need to come back up for, for there to be communications because that's where it like sounded like kind of gargly. And then went after that loss of communications because he was flying too low is when he smacked into the hillside. So yeah. it seemed like it, it was a lot more sudden than that fake video. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. This one. I, I feel like yesterday was tough. I feel like today, in in a way, was almost harder. Um, just as time, you know, time doesn't heal shit like this. Time and work, I think, is really what you need, and you really have to try to work through it. I don't. My my heart is just broken for uh, Kobe's family. Um, they got a seven month old daughter that will now only know her dad from uh highlights um nba highlights um it's just really really tough it's really tough to deal with uh yeah. for me from a from a parental standpoint chili how'd your uh how'd that game end up which game oh i lost my you can't points. hear it just listen oh, that is no good just listen it'll tell you yeah <laughs> take the uh take the reins for a couple of seconds guys i'll be right back Oh, no, I have the Kobe game on right now. I'll turn it down. Um, oh, we know. We can hear it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's really yeah. loud. Sorry. We, we know what you're not looking at. Any kind of chat anywhere. <laughs> chat, the live chat here. None of it. None of it. Just 
Blaring right, the TV, getting, staring away. No, it's great. I was getting hyped. Uh, oh, I see you now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can't bet on a game that happened four years ago, Caleb. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the joke. <laughs> because you were because you weren't in the group chat. <laughs> I'm just in a trance, like watching Kobe drain threes, shoot over people. That should have been like um, I'll give you ten to one under fifty nine points for Kobe Bryant, and then oh God, I'd, be, I'd be like ten to one. I'd be willing, to, I'd be willing to bet that uh, that Chili would take it. Hey, we are uh, we are at the twenty four and a half minute mark. Um, as a paying homage to Kobe, why don't we take a uh, a little eight second moment of silence uh, here, if everybody's okay with that. All right, perfect. Thank you. Um, we have a. Uh, we have a listener in our live chat room, Sheet Metal New York, who uh, wants to uh, wants to call in and make a Kobe point. Um, says it's going to be a quick one, uh, so I say we take we take his call. So, uh, Sheet Metal, if you're there and listening, why don't you uh, why don't you call it again and we'll let you in for just a minute. All right. <coughs> Hello, Sheet Metal. Are you there? Very well. You guys hear me all right? Yes, we can. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for listening. I just wanted to uh, pose a quick question over here. And, you know, and, and believe me, I don't want to take away at all from uh, the situation. It's very sad. And, uh, I'm very sorry and appreciate uh, you know, the remarks that you guys are putting out there. But uh, I do uh, ask one, you know, one, you know, I, yeah, it's it's a question, but I'm. It's more really. I'm We're having genuine. time out. Time out. One second, sheet metal. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of noise in the background coming from uh, coming from your call. We're having a hard time hearing you. You're cutting in and out. It's uh, it's actually not me. It's been uh, it's somebody that was already on the line. I, I heard the feedback earlier also, but uh, if okay, you guys well, now, hear me, no, I, now I got you crystal clear. Yep, I'll be quick. Uh. Did you guys hear about that uh, plane crash uh, in Afghanistan, the U.S. soldiers? If Anybody? you're referring, yeah, if you're referring to the uh, the social media article that was getting shared uh, today, where it was thirty Marines and one sailor, is that what you're referring to? Uh, negative, sir. It was. Uh, let me see the count here. I wasn't sure. Actually, they haven't released the official count yet. But it was uh, it was a uh, it was a uh, U.S. Uh, Air Force uh, uh, jet that was uh, doing surveillance, and uh, they were shot down. And uh, many uh, servicemen had lost their lives over there. Uh, you guys didn't hear anything about that. I can't say. I can't say that I heard anything about it. Uh, Caleb, Sean, Alex, did you guys hear anything? Nope. Did not hear about that today while I was at work. I heard about yeah, uh, one that happened today that was. Uh, that's pretty much we have on board. It's, it's. I would have to say it's a pretty sad state of affairs where the whole country is going mad over this Kobe thing, and and believe me, I don't take away from that whatsoever. But you know, it's just kind of interesting. It, it, it's it. You know what? 
I don't have to. I feel like I don't even have to finish my point. I think you guys know what I'm getting at here. Yeah, I 100 percent agree. We we mentioned that earlier a little bit about like this the social media aspect of this happening. You know what I mean? Because like it, it sort of is like uh, life's short, valuable. People die all the time, but you don't really pay you don't pay attention to it unless it's somebody you know somebody like that. So I, I get it. I think it's more. It, I think it more speaks to the point of our priorities and the things that we really focus on, and and, and all that. You know, it's uh, it's it was it was actually really sad to me because the reason that I brought this up in the first place, that story was buried, man. The Kobe thing is like front page all over the place, like crazy. And and you know what? Like, sure, he was probably a good guy. Uh, maybe I don't know. I didn't meet him or anything like that. But you don't hear a goddamn word. About uh, these guys over here that are risking their life. This, this guy is playing essentially. I mean, he's playing a basketball game. He's playing with you know. He's he's. Uh, I mean, that's you know, fantastic. I'm sure he's done wonderful things. I I understand he's probably, you know, done a lot for uh, a lot of people. That's terrific. But uh, you know, it's. I think uh, I think we need to reevaluate things. I think we put a little too much uh, too much credence on uh, on these type of people. We need to focus really on what's going on, and it's going to hurt us in the long run. I think. Uh, I think it's kind of like going all over this, uh, with, uh, people focusing too much on, uh, on sports and everything. And you know, bread and circuses. You ever heard the uh, expression "bread and circuses"? Or if you haven't, go ahead and Google. It. So, <clears throat> well, I, you know, um, uh, sheet metal. I really appreciate you calling in, and I really appreciate you listening to the show. Um, I, I, I will. Too, so I'm being unfair to a certain degree. But, no, uh, no. Uh, what what I think, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to let let you offline again. I do appreciate you uh, listening to the show and calling in. Feel free to uh, listen and call in on a future episode. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate you taking my call. Hey, no problem. Take care. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Um. So you know, a lot of people are are, are bringing up what. Uh, what what that caller um, had to say, and I'm not here, and I'm not one to diminish um, what our service men and women do, and that they risk their lives every day. So we can host this stupid podcast, and we can talk about going to Vegas and gambling degenerately, and we can drink too much, and we can enjoy all the stuff that we can enjoy. Um, and it's not. It's not any one person's fault or any one group of people's fault that the death of a celebrity gets sensationalized more than the death of a service man or woman. Um, I, I think we all know that, at least the four of us hosts of this show know that. I know that Sean uh, grew up in a uh, military family mm -hmm. and service men and women are something that's very near and dear to Sean. Uh, my dad is a Navy veteran. Um, I don't know I don't know enough about Caleb and, and Chili's backgrounds, but uh, I can I know I can speak for myself and I'm never going to speak for anybody else um, and, and say that Kobe Bryant is a more important figure or more important to us and our American values than what our service men and women do. Uh, what I do know is that this podcast is a uh, sports and sports related podcast, uh, like the little opening monologue kind of said. Um, you know, it, it's a shame when anybody loses their life. Uh, and if 
the the service members that were killed in the plane crash um, today overseas, their lives were cut short too, and and they'll be remembered and celebrated uh, by those that, that that care for them and that love for them, and those of us that appreciate the freedoms that we've uh, been afforded by being born uh, where we were born. Um, so I don't want to take away from that at all. And may, maybe it is a shame that the media's priorities are a little different now than what they were in the 1960s. Um, but it, it is what it is. And Caleb mentioned it, and it's the social media factor of it all. Um, and, and it's unfortunate. Um, but uh, I, I don't, I don't want to go, <clears throat> I don't want to go too deep um, down that rabbit hole. So, the the next uh, next topic, I think, if you guys are ready to move on from Kobe, uh, probably the Super Bowl. It's the, it's the biggest week of the year, biggest sports week of the year, one of the biggest sports betting weeks of the year. So, what oh, are yeah. some uh, what are some Super Bowl bets that you guys are looking forward to? I'm going to mute for a second so I can take care of a dog. Hang on one minute. Oh, um, I don't know about you guys. Real quick, though, about the Kobe thing, what Caller was talking about, I get it. I mean, we, we pay way more attention to a celebrity dying than anybody else, even though there's crazy accents every day. But the Super Bowl, I'm taking the Niners all the way with the points. I think it's like minus or plus one. I'm, I'm taking the Niners. I'm taking taking heads. So, I mean, at plus one, you're pretty much it's pretty much a pick em. So you're just thinking that the Niners are going to win. Yeah, yeah. I think I would take the point over the money line because I think it's only like plus 105. It's just free insurance. Pretty close. I mean, I I could definitely see it. I mean, a lot of one-point games in the past past few rounds of the playoffs. I mean, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. So it's insurance for the court. Not this year, of course, but for sure. Absolutely. No. No argument there, and it's funny that, and I again, I don't want to go back to the point because I know we're moving on, but I was going to bring up on the Kobe point that, you know, there was nine other people in that crash. I also did yeah. not know about the military crash either. To be fair, I've been on a plane and coming back, so I haven't done a whole lot of research, but I'll, I probably wouldn't have. I mean, it, it took a lot of research to even see it on the, you know, the searching portion of it. So, um, you know, and again, even, you know, even knowing there's nine other people in that, in that, uh, plane crash, I mean, or that helicopter crash, I mean, the baseball coach that was the, uh, minor league coach or the hockey coach, or not hockey coach, the minor league or the college coach was, uh, yeah, I mean, he, they, a lot of people called him the Kobe Bryant of, of college baseball um so like he he was giving back to the community stuff like that and it's all kind of just all getting pushed to the wayside just because you know kobe's the bigger celebrity that's the name that that's the name that people know and i think mm-hmm. the reason if you think about people, it though take kobe off of that helicopter that story doesn't make the news Oh yeah! Because everybody yeah, else in that helicopter describes it. He's not. That's not even news. So I right. mean, it's, it's even if it is. is like yeah, college. Yeah, it's not news. Right. I mean, it's like the one because it's Kobe Bryant. Right. Yeah. And and I absolutely think that I absolutely think that the the other portion would just be the norm, like just a a plane, uh, a, you know, a plane crash going down in in right. Afghanistan. That's just that's just the norm. So that wouldn't seem 
that wouldn't seem to be brought up now. Now I realize it's 83 passenger plane with a lot of high-ranking CIA people on it. That's a yeah. big difference. Um, yeah. I mean, and then that probably is only getting pushed to the wayside just because of how big of a deal the 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 Kobe thing is. And again, I don't think it's not because you know Kobe's a great person or you know Kobe's this or Kobe that. I think he's such a big person. But I think it just makes people <clears throat> realize that mortality is real and it's it's coming for everyone. And I and that alone is the part part that makes everyone just really step back versus someone that's in the military going down like that. I mean, yes, it's it's absolutely horrible, awful. My family's in the military as well too. It just doesn't seem as shocking. So that's why it doesn't make the news. And and it's absolutely awful. Horrible. But yeah, we are a we are a sports podcast, so that's yeah. why you know why we even bring up the Kobe thing. If 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 you know when Mac Miller died, we wouldn't have really touched on that much. It would have been touch on it once and yeah. go on on. And Mac Miller was, you know, pretty pretty widely over the news and really talked about all over. So that's, we would have yeah, barely yeah. touched on it. We are a sports podcast. That's why we hit Kobe and why for us it seemed to hit home because sports is near and dear to our heart i mean sports sports is such a bridge for uh, so many things and you know some of sean and i are uh, uh sean's my my best friend i've known sean for six or seven years and we met 100 percent because of sports um and sports allows us uh the avenue to escape the everyday i you know i mentioned it in the open um it lets us get away for a minute. And when, when the getaway becomes no longer enjoyable or when part of the getaway gets tainted, whether it's an athlete does something stupid, whether it's uh, the death of an iconic athlete, um, it, it, it offers a little levity to, it brings the life back into sports where you realize that these people are humans, and I don't want to. I don't want to make this whole show about Kobe. Uh, I I want to. I want to laugh tonight. I want to have some fun. I want to talk about uh, silly Super Bowl bets. Uh, or some our, bad beats. I got some of those for you guys. Your whole gambling career is a bad beat, Chili. I don't know. They're pretty good. I, no, I you pr- I'm up. You pronounced bet wrong, um, Kevin. They're bad yeah. bets. <laughs> ah, they are bad bets. That's right. Chili, a bad <laughs> bet. Losing a bad bet is not a bad beat. Maybe that should be our new motto for the uh, for the show. Um, every year, there's this. You can do. Oh, it would come out today. Actually, you do a Google search for Super Bowl prop bet, and there's this Google Doc that you can download, and it's got like 52 or 53 different prop bets that I'm going to uh, I'm going to try to find. Uh, what are some – Caleb, you were just in Vegas. Did you see any interesting prop bets while you were out there? Yeah, I saw the Westgate 52 prop bet thing. Um, I mean, the problem like – anything the specific is, with these teams, not the normal, like – Yeah, not the normal shit. color. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the big one that everyone's talking about, weirdly enough, is the uh, is the national anthem because she, she's got so much yeah. data on her. She's, Who is she's it? Um, Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato. Yeah. Demi Lovato. Yeah. She's wonderful. Yeah. So she's 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 saying at a public event like this, like.
like seven times, six of them she's hit what the current under is. Ooh. That's but the most recent one she went over by about nine seconds. So I'm gonna take you, you know, over that, on that. I'm gonna take you over. Well, I'm so the, a there's a little there's a little tidbit to your sheet one. there, Kevin. So <laughs> they used to set the over under for this like always at two minutes. But yeah. they've but they've started changing it in the last couple of years, depending on who the singer is. So, like, I think it's two minutes, though. <laughs> it's it's always going to be right around there. Um, I need to. Uh, I'm trying to find this document. Um, this isn't really about the Super Bowl. Well, it is kind of. What was it, Sean? We looked at it today. 23 years ago, 26 years ago, Whitney Houston did the best version 29. of the national anthem that's ever been done. 29. That's what it was. No, I mean nobody I can touch that. Uh, Jimi Hendrix on the guitar oh, yeah. the national anthem is good. Yeah, but you could so she you could say she sang the best national anthem ever. Jimi Hendrix played the best national anthem ever. That's a good call. That's that's fair. Um let's see. I have and the then he official... lit his guitar on fire and then she let her crack on fire and then they all had a good time. Yes. My favorite right, so... project thus far that I wanted to tell you guys about this is the octopus. It's a plus twelve hundred if it happens and the same player has to score a touchdown and score on the two-point conversion. So, mm. plus 1,200 odds. I like it. I, ha- I yeah. just have a really – maybe I'm stupid. Why in the hell is it called the octopus? Eight points. It is eight. Six plus uh, two is eight. Damn yeah. it. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's pretty I have, clever, and I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> I like it too. So, I have the, uh, the Google Doc of the prop bets. So, um, Yes, it Caleb, you're right. It is set right at two minutes for Demi Lovato's uh, national anthem. Um, I, something funny happened in our group chat where Chili bet some dumbass thing. Like he bet he didn't just bet heads or tails. He bet San Francisco was going to win the toss. He That's took it. He took yep. the only fifty-fifty probability bet. And introduced a third variable in it <laughs> to somehow worsen his odds. See, but no, I said this, and Caleb's on board with it. Caleb's on board with it because I mean, it is technically just like a, it's a different fifty-fifty bet. It's just a matter of who's going to win the coin toss, right. Chiefs or Niners. It just takes out you're not having to guess heads or tails, but you're still having to guess a team. So you're not it's six in one hand, half dozen in the other. You're not <laughs> you're I still like, choosing I like something. It a lot. I feel really right, good but about I feel. It. I feel more confident in letting someone else choose than letting Chilelli choose. So that's for sure. That's the the fair bet. Also, (coughs) for the record, you're yelling. (laughs) Give me one second. (laughs) Um, Anyways, so we we talked about this uh, on the last show when we were talking about uh, Raheem Mostert's rushing yard total. Uh, this official, I don't know who the hell made it, but it's uh, this is Google's thing here. Uh, they have the, my guess was 79 and a half. We can play back the tape. I don't know if anybody remembers me saying it, but Raheem Mostert's rushing yards has been set at 80 and a half. Wow, that's pretty good. Wow, much lower than Chilelli's 120, is he? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I just also, feel like the Chiefs have a better lineback core than the Packers did. So, also, Chilelli, our uh, coin flip bet is off. Considering <sighs> you said you were starting the uh, show, 
You said you're taking heads when you bet me $200 and taking tails. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. So our tails. bet is off. I got tails. No, I got tails. Well, I know you do. Which he's means playing both really sides. That's why he heads. doesn't want it. Yeah. Right, he's, which he's, is why I don't want wait. it. Our bet is off. No, nope, I'm out. Hold on. No, 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 no. Hold on. I thought we were doing... I thought you I had your coin toss. That's how bad a you want you heads. are. You want tails? <laughs> I, no, I do want heads. That's the point. Oh, that's you fine. That's fine. I'll take tails twice. I don't care. He doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't understand. We'll, we'll talk. Listen. We'll talk about it later in this in the Snapchat. No, we um, figure this out. A coin toss. I'm not hedging anything. I wanted. I wanted two hundred with you on tails. And, and I 200. wanted 200 with Bovada on heads. It's no big deal. No, no, no. I have 200 on Bovada on tails. I'll send it to the chat right now. <laughs> Why um, did you start the show, the the podcast today? Was saying you were betting on heads. Yeah. I because bet tails. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this stinks to high heaven. I know I'm tails. losing $200. <laughs> I'm sending it to you right now. Smart, <laughs> smart bet. Um, all right, so I want to read down this list of yes or no prop bets for this particular Super Bowl, all right? Yeah. Um, so we can kind of discuss our thoughts on these. Uh, special teams or defensive touchdown, yes or no? No. Yes. I go no. It's going to be no, yes. but it's going to be what, plus 145? Uh, no, this is just a yes or no. So with this, I run this little prop bet thing every year. So what you do is there are a total of 68 potential points, um, and it's whoever has the most, uh, just the most answers correct. This isn't a, there's not a odds on this. Um, Robbie Gould scores more points than Harrison Butker. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Yes, let's do it. Yeah, I, th I, think I, I think I want yes on that, too. Yeah. Which scares me because I mean, Chili just said yes, so that means that's going to be no. Yeah, that's never a good sign. <clears throat> um, yes or no, will there be a successful two-point conversion? No. Yes. Yes, Definitely. I think yes. Definitely Super Bowl. Definitely going to be a successful two-point conversion. Here, we need to do one thing. Chili, you need to put your guess in last because if you don't, we're <laughs> just all going to guess the answer. Well, you're just going to have to send me the doc and I'll just fill it out. I mean, Yeah, that's what we'll do. Okay, um, so yeah, yeah, so we're just we're just gonna fade. Yeah, we can't. All we can't this. just go through all of these. Um. Okay, here's a good one. I'll I'll do one more in the uh, yes or no propositions. Um. Will a ball hit a goalpost on any kicking play? Oh man. Got any kicking count kickoffs too? That has to count kickoffs too, right? It counts kickoffs for sure. One hundred percent, it will. Um, one no. <laughs> yeah, I mean. What's the forecast 100%. like in Miami? What's it going to be like? Oh, look that up real quick. Give me just much a better than Ohio. I'm sure. I will. Yeah. Uh, I'll email. I'll email this document to all of you guys. Except you, Sean. I'll just print it out tomorrow. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so we have to. Uh, we know we've decided. We're, we're obviously picking the game against whatever Westgate's actual spread is going to be on Saturday. I think we'll use Saturday's final line. Uh, we're going to do the over-under, which last I checked was up to 54-and-a-half unless somebody else has seen it different. Um, and, sh and Sean had a, uh, a good idea. We talked about it at work, but I don't think we've discussed it either in the group chat, and I know we haven't talked about it on the air. What, uh, what did you think? As a, we're, trying to, we're okay with a two-way tie. We're trying to eliminate the likelihood of a three-way tie, right? Correct. <clears throat> Correct. And what was um, your idea? And since we only briefly touched on it, I'm not 100% positive, um, but I believe you're talking <laughs> about the uh, 
<laughs> I, well, doing a uh, alternate line when, yes. I was, when I was talking about doing the alternate lines. Um, yep. Since the spread is only a point or point and a half, I'm moving that to a higher number because that's what makes it more difficult. That's what tie, you know brought us to the scenario that we're in because the more recent games were all bigger spreads. Yep. So, <clears throat> all right, I I like that idea. So if we do posted final spread, um, we do the over under. And then should we just do something like add seven to whatever the final line is? Ooh. I wouldn't yeah, be something like that. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, I was thinking plus seven and a half as the line. As so, the line? I mean, or, I mean it, the, well, the line could get down to half a point. So, I mean, who knows? Uh, yeah, let's, let's do that. Whatever the, whatever the Saturday Westgate line ends up at, we'll add seven to it. Uh, and then that'll be the line. So if it ends up being Chiefs minus one and a half, we'll do Chiefs minus eight and a half um, for the alternate line. I think Caleb had to uh, step out for a minute, so we'll have to get his opinion on it. No, but, I'm here. I'm just. Oh, I don't, I'm not understanding what the point of that is. Why are we adding it? To that? that making it an alternate line doesn't make it an additional fifty-fifty odds. You're putting a something that's like plus two seventy on the board. Yeah, maybe. No, you're just making it less likely that everybody all chooses the same things. Correct. Well, That's I mean, if, if you put if you put it at Chiefs minus seven and a half, I mean, obviously everyone's going to pick the other side. Why wouldn't you pick the other side? I mean, that's you, where the value is. The other side is the one is a minus one is a minus two fifty bet, and the other is a plus two twenty bet. You're obviously going to take the one that's more likely to happen. That wouldn't make any sense at all. You need to add more fifty fifty bets in there. Not two twenty and two hundred. Obviously, we're both going to take. There would it would be silly to not take the other side. Yeah, because that's the one that's way, 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 way more likely. You need to add something that's minus one ten juice on each side or minus one hundred five juice on each side to make it more to add more elements to it. Add the over under. Add the um. I don't know. You could do well, <clears throat> double gonna, touchdown right. score. Well, kind we can of thing. put the we can put the coin toss in there because I know me and you are going to go opposite on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can definitely do the coin toss. I'm down with that. Well, how, how uh, many... are we still? I'm still ready to do ours. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, we'll talk. Okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> and Chili, um, Chili, we're not we're not trying to cut you out of this thing, but. Um, <sighs> We don't need to add enough layers to it to where Chili can win. That's basically Great. what I'm well, saying. Well, because, yeah, because the other one, I'm like 50 50. Yeah, you're still in the other one. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, still yeah. in the other one. So, so I'm not going to throw it, but yeah, I mean. No, so, we're just, we're not adding extra, we're adding like tiebreaker scenarios. We're right. Not really. Right. So right. Okay. we can do it as if, like, look, if, if the first, if, if everything happens and one person wins on the game, then we don't go to the next thing. Yeah. If right. if if it were tied after the game, then we go to this. If we're tied after that, then we go to this. It doesn't have to be just three new elements. It's just if. Yeah. Like if for whatever reason okay. we're tied yeah. after total points, then we'll go to over under. If that doesn't yeah. work, then we'll go to the coin flip. If that. I just want to bet the over on Raheem Mostert. The only thing I don't like about that is then you're prioritizing random things. I think it should be the total of how many out of them, because otherwise, who's to say that what's more priority of oh, we can do that random points or I mean, we can do that random. I just over <laughs> the closest thing that's not 
that's actually close to capping. A f- coin flip is literally just a coin flip. Well, here, that's here's, what, I mean, that's my only point there. My thought is that we're all probably, all three of us that are tied right now in the Super Contest, we're all probably going to bet the same way uh, with the game. So and then there's a three-way tie. So then next we go to over-under. If there's a tie uh, after that, then we okay. go to the next closest football-related thing, which we All can right. pick that out. Not so, Demi Lovato. So no, it'll be not Demi Lovato. Game spread okay. is obviously the one. Uh, Over/under as the two, but the only way we'd go to a third tiebreaker is if it was still a three-way tie after the over/under. Are we all in agreement? Or any correct? any type of tie, or even if it's a two-way tie, the two people that advance go to the like. For example, if if we all, in theory, we all pick the Niners and the Niners win, we all no, I don't agree with over/under. I don't, I don't agree I don't with that either. It, I don't think it needs to go down to one player. I, I don't think so either. I think a two-way tie is fine. Because I will okay, tell you okay, right now fine. that. Then if Sean and I end up at a two-way tie, we will gladly split the money. Yeah, for sure. As the two okay. participants that are eliminated from the bad beats and Velcro clutz first annual playoff <laughs> draft, <laughs> we will we'll very gladly split. Uh, we'll take 50 bucks from each other. Yep. yep. Um, okay. Well, can we, uh, can we do it that – that if you guys make it to final two, you guys go, and if I'm involved, we go to something else. Or do I have to split too? That's what we said at the beginning that like two way tie is fine, but not a three way tie. Three way tie is stupid. Two way yeah, tie, everyone, tie, you still get fifty bucks. Yeah, I think we should three-way do like tie. one tiebreaker and then the next tiebreaker, like pick the points, whoever's closest, or to pick the total or something. You know, that's pretty good too. Yeah, that's true. So, first tiebreaker over under, second tiebreaker actually decide. Like, just pick, pick the points. Closest to the points. Yeah. Are we doing prices right rules? Closest without going over? Yes. Just closest. Yes. I like just closest. I feel like, well, I don't know if you go right, over closest. That's not fair. Yeah, I, li- I like yeah. just closest also. Yeah, you go over by one. That's bullshit. Um, that's, yeah, that I sucks. don't. Okay. But, so, I, will also, I will also totally just put one point. If, if we do it, just... For sure. Just to be right. Because the price is right. Well, price knowing, is that, wrong. knowing that, I'm taking... Caleb, how many points are you going to take? <laughs> I'm, I'm taking one more than that. Perfect. <laughs> um, I will take I 48. We, <laughs> I don't know if we talked Wait. about this on last week's show. Um, have we talked about how many people they're expecting in fucking Las Vegas for the draft? A lot. Oh, yeah. 100,000. That was the Vegas recap that I was talking about. Yeah. Let's, so, so they made the announcement. I, uh, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah, they made the announcement. They We still really don't know which one's which. Like, we don't know exactly what's going to go on because there's a red yeah. carpet and then there's a draft stage. Well, here's, um, what, here's what Sean and I read. Um, over by the Link High Roller, which is the Sky Wheel, and like by Caesars Forum, which is like one of the convention centers, there's this outdoor like promenade type space that they're calling Pick Central. And that's where all the picks are going to be made. That's where like the fan experience area is going to be. And that's where we as Bengals fans are going to be posted up for the announcement of our Lord and Savior Joe Burrow coming to the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, and then they're going to like 
taxi them via golf cart over to the fountain, drop them on a pontoon boat, and sail them out in the middle of that thing. Um, yeah. I think is is what it looks like, but I don't I don't even know if they know what in the hell is going to happen. That's the thing. I, I I've talked to people at uh, Harrah's, which is directly in front of the the Caesars uh, convention center there that they're using, and they yeah. don't know yet. They still have no idea. They've only shut the strip down for at the most 12 to 20 hours at one time. It's going to be shut down for three days. But it's they, just that one block yeah. right in front of Paris, right in front of the Bellagio it's, Fountain. No, it is from... It's from Harmon Avenue? Bay, or it's, it's from Sahara all the way up to Mandalay Bay. Wow. It's the whole strip. Um, I sent a picture to you guys. I, I know. I showed that picture to the pit boss, and he said he, from my, their understanding, is it's going to be the entire thing. I could be wrong. So I mean, this I, was from the the map that I got, or the, the article that I was reading was from the Las Vegas Bureau of Tourism. So it was from um, mm-hmm. basically the Cromwell to the to the far side of Planet Hollywood. Is what they're uh, is what the Las Vegas Bureau of Tourism said. So literally, just the block in front of like that street that separates the Bellagio and Caesars from there down to the other side of Cosmo. Yeah, um, I mean that would be great, but um, I, I I have been told differently, but I, I hope that's the case because I mean. I, um, this is the first time that there's ever been a for Caesars dealers. It was the first time that there was ever a blackout on vacation. They've never had a blackout for Christmas, for New Year's, for Super Bowl, for Mardi Gras, for um, and they're planning that many five dollar tables. Wow! Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love your enthusiasm, my friend. We might yeah, be they, able to get a seat after all, boys. Doubtful. Look, yeah, we mean, talk they... we 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 talk a lot on this podcast about the large sums of money that we place on sports bets. But make no mistake about it: when it comes to table games, we are all after a five dollar minimum. Okay. Yep. Well, yeah. None of those and single zero with a five dollar minimum. But then we'll all still sit there and play ten fifteen dollar hands at the five dollar table. But no, because Sean likes option. Life's about options. Exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. I, want to, I feel comfortable knowing that I can reduce my bet to five dollars if right. I want to. So here's so. a question: Do we think it is going to be harder or easier to get a beer while seated at a table during the uh, draft? I'm going with mm-hmm. harder. I'm gonna go easier. I'll say, easy. I'll say easier. Yeah. And I'm. Just I was leaning so I many was, more employees. I was leaning harder also. Depends what time, too. It's not yeah, gonna I'm, I'm saying there's going to be so many more employees. There's going to be so many more employees per person. Well, well not per person, but so many more employees. And the beer is just I, always plentiful. They just need more I people to I absolutely think we have to go to Fremont Street, though. Oh, we're that's where we're going. Don't worry. So, I mean, there's Palace Station. That's not even on Fremont Street. I mean, we might need to hit some casinos that aren't even, like, normal casinos. Casino like El Cortez, like that. I mean, that is kind of on Fremont, but it's a little bit past. Like um, Palace Station, there's uh, Ellis Island. 
No. Ellis Island. I We're not going to Ellis Island. <laughs> Um, I, I'm, I definitely think that Rob is going to be waiting in line for the car rental for at least three hours while we're Ugh. driving around the strip. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm so happy that he agreed to do that. If we agreed to, <laughs> to just pay the – he's like, well, I, if you guys are going to go early, you have to take care of that Uber yourselves and not include that yeah, in the don't worry. five. I'm like, deal, no problem. <laughs> I'll yeah. pay for it twice. I'll pay for it myself. Yeah, no, I don't no, care. No problem at all. I'm, I'm um, putting the over under at that at three hours is how long he sits there. I'm, I'll bet the under. I'll bet the under. I'll take the under. Yeah. All right. Over, over. That'll be our first bet. I'm only in for a dollar. I'm only in for a dollar now. Sean saw this tweet, and I think it's somebody that Caleb follows, and maybe Caleb retweeted it. Uh, we need to go to four queens, and we need to sit in the throne seat. But oh yeah, uh, what was the tweet? <laughs> I don't remember what it was. It said, "I'm sitting in the th- the famous throne seat at four queens. I'm a lot a bit drunk and a little bit high, and I ain't going nowhere." <laughs> <laughs> we all at different times need to sit in the seat, and we need to send that tweet. <laughs> Yeah, if only uh, if only we all played video poker. So I'll, I'll, none put, of us tw- too. I'll put twenty in a video poker. Man, I don't give a shit. I like video poker. It's fine. I've donated money on That's more stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Chili, you still have uh, you still have testing or something going on that week? You're not making it. Um, no, I'm not. I'm trying to squeeze a trip in in the beginning of March. If anyone wants <laughs> to go, um, but yeah, I can't go to our finals. Were you not in the group chat earlier when Caleb has totally abandoned the idea of going to Vegas in March because yeah, of how much he's like, got his shit kicked in the last couple of days? Well, yeah, that's yeah, well, not only I, that. It's it's the flights the weekend that we're going to do it. So if we're doing it for an MLB fantasy draft. For draft, which yeah. Well, I, I already know that I'm not going to be able to make the draft, but I am able to make it March 1st through March 8th. That's why I just wanted to go somewhere warm. You know, so hang on. You're not going to Vegas for that whole week, are you? I may, yeah. He said I want to go somewhere warm, so I went to Vegas for a fucking week. I might go to Reno, actually. I have a friend that lives in Sacramento. He said that I can stay with him and uh, we can go to Reno a bunch. So his boyfriend doesn't care if you stay there. Well, it's not Buddy, that we are going down a road. Hey, he just had a baby that actually the person that said that you think is a homosexual that is not. <laughs> just dresses All like right. it. I will give you that. He definitely dresses so like then... it. So <laughs> then. <laughs> anyway, moving so, on from that. Yeah, we're yeah. not going to Reno. That's just a long time to be in Vegas, Chile. And I've seen the I way you I don't think There's... I could do so. I don't think I could do more than three days. That's yeah. There's not a chance in the world your bankroll could support a week of the way you gamble in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. It might. Um, yeah, probably not the way I gamble, though. Because, I mean, <laughs> generally a thousand will last me a day and a half there. So, yeah, I mean, I have to bring like no less than seven, you know, which would be yeah. ridiculous when they're trying to do that. So, yeah, no, you can't. So that's how much Sean's wife wants him to bring to the <laughs> <laughs> seven <laughs> years. Oh, damn near. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was almost what hey, me up look, for. man. 
Ashley's just all about much. Sean having a good time, and that's fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. That's Let's a lot that better than Sean, like, degenerate level like that before, I don't think. Um, no, not to that level. We have a... We have a we have a guest who's entered the studio. My loving bride is home from uh, is home from work. She's chucking up the deuces at me right now, but she is sitting and hanging out. Yeah. Hey. Oh, she swung Kayla. by headquarters bar on the way home. Oh my god! I can't believe I forgot to plug us. So Jeez. the Bad Beats and Bunker Plants podcast is brought to you <laughs> once again by the staff at the headquarters basement bar. My God! Hey, did you get those cheese curds out yet? Oh, um, going cheese waitress, uh, waitress. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> to be to be clear, I was not calling my wife the waitress. That would end the show <laughs> prematurely, and that's not what we do around here. You can't forget about the cheese curds, though, because like they seem like they take a long time to, to cook, but they don't. You know, see how is, is anybody surprised that Chili had a definite? Definite, definite, <laughs> definitive opinion on cheese curds. Yeah, but just like uh, most of his opinions, I feel like it's probably wrong. No, it's not at all. They will can you fade? Up. Can you fade the under on the cheese curds? Okay, you think I'd be able to eat a lot of those, but I actually can't because I get so full. I probably eat like three of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like Hooters, all you can eat. Where I'm just hyped up. I'm gonna eat fifty of them. No, nah, I mean, like it depends on how big the cheese that. curd is. If you're talking like right, a you're not eating the whole curd, you can eat like forty of them. That is valid. Yeah. If you're talking Every like uh, uh, what's that? What's that one place over there in Newport? The, the with the cheese boulders over there by oh, Joe's Craft Shack. Uh, no, that's the, um, oh Buckhead. 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 Okay, all oh, those are amazing. Oh God. Would a uh, basement bar and grill be willing to sponsor me in an eating competition? Because I feel like I might do okay. Yeah, next <laughs> Monday night three there's cheese curds. <laughs> next Monday night, the headquarters basement bar and grill is having a special on frozen mini tacos. So feel free to come <laughs> on over. <laughs> they're they're uh, one box for however the hell much they cost at Costco. Mm. That's the. That's the special. Well, as we mentioned to uh, our caller from New York tonight, we are a sports podcast and a sports gambling podcast. So let's turn the uh, turn the volume down on the the food chatter. Let's spend. Let's spend. My wife just I'll, okay, babe. You're you're on the air. Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> I have a very important question to ask. I'd love to okay. hear. If- if you could be any type of potato, what kind of potato would you be? Big. I think I would be. Wait, I'll tell you what I want to be. <laughs> I think I would be um, like garlic mashed potatoes. Garlic. I think that's my signature. That's what I'm gonna go with. All right, so, Emily is garlic ooh, mashed potatoes. Ooh. Sean has Big. been waiting his whole life for somebody to ask him this question. <laughs> <laughs> he very, very eagerly yelled, I'm baked. I'm a baked potato. I'm baked. <laughs> I gotta do mine. Um, all right, potato. so um, Caleb, what kind of potato would you be? <laughs> Man, I was going for the stoner joke, but I, I swear <laughs> you're exactly right. It was like he—it's like you guys had talked about this for weeks, like this entire <laughs> show's podcast. The first seven episodes were leading up to that softball of a question. Because before you could get it out of your mouth, I'm baked, 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 baked. I'm a baked. I'm crying over here. Oh my god. 
Yeah, I'm um, a sweet potato. Or, like, you guys ever had home fries before? I'm either home fries or I'm a sweet potato. I can't Tilly, you get to pick one, man. One. It's, it's, it's no, I'm home fries. I'm home fries made out of sweet potatoes. How about that? <sighs> <laughs> That's okay. Whatever. Well, I'm uh, I'm all gotten potatoes. Ooh. Because I am it's extra French. cheesy. I am extra cheesy and thinly sliced. Which you would think. <laughs> you, you would think I would have gone with that because I was born in a city called Groton. I'm from Groton, Connecticut. So, but there's there's never been a person that deserved to to be a baked potato more than you. <laughs> Never go full potato, man. Never go full potato. Plain baked potato? Right, Emily wants to know if you're a plain baked potato or if you have any oh, top. No. Loaded. <laughs> Loaded chives. If you got jalapenos, what about jalapenos? If oh. I know Sean's eating habits, I know it's probably the plainest thing that you can get. <laughs> nope. With hot, a lot with of cut up hot dog cheese. Wow. Wow. We're, we're eight episodes cut. in and we have uh, started finishing each other's sandwiches. So that's great. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's great. We really made it. Um, Thanks for having me, guys. It's been fun. Absolutely. Uh, Thank, you're, you're welcome anytime. Thanks for stopping by. Make sure to like and subscribe. And you're um, officially sure. not the worst host on the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Does anybody have any other topics before we um, before we put this one to bed? Uh, Castellanos signed with the Reds. The Reds are going to win 96 games and the National League. Hopefully the uh, Wizards. Billy, the Reds are going to win exactly 90 games. And uh, they'll, 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 the dumbest bet in the history of the world. Yeah. I like that Chilelli found me on Twitter when I said I suckered somebody into taking 90 and a half. <laughs> and he was like, like it was two hours after I tweeted it. He was like, and I'm going to do, do my best chi- my best Chili voice when I say this. So this is Chili mm-hmm. tweeting. It's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Before I was uh, removed from the platform. Yeah. Yep. So. Are you going to try to make a, a third comeback to the platform? I don't know. We had a, ironically, we had a seminar in law school today about social media presence, (laughs) being careful what you say on the internet. And I'm like, I'm not very good at that. You guys, she was like reading some of my stuff. I was like, yeah, you should just stay off the internet. Probably. You should. Yeah. I actually, Uh, Instagram. I'm good with Instagram. I'm good with Instagram. I haven't been banned on Instagram, but I gotta, I gotta be honest. Um, probably the most (laughs) impressive thing to me about our podcast is that we haven't had to mute Chili at any point in time. Not once. <laughs> you crazy. You definitely could have, but not for like <laughs> just like saying anything. Like, no, not for, like not for hot potato chips. Yeah, yeah, we could have done yeah, that. Nothing, nothing problematic. Um, we're gonna have to devote an entire. We're gonna have to get through football season. Then we're gonna have to devote an entire episode to the upcoming baseball season. I, just, I, I feel like I feel like I I had a list of topics uh, in my office for tonight's show, but it kind of all got uh, pushed aside with uh, what happened yesterday. I just have I just have one question to pose for you, Kevin. Okay. And more more Kevin and Caleb, um, and you'll understand when the question comes out. Um, but as a Yankee hater. Doesn't it feel good when your team spends money to bring in some talent to try and win something? It does. Doesn't, My it, God. doesn't it feel good? It's nice. Yeah, yeah, I like it a lot. Um, 
I will tell you, I read today that the Reds this offseason signed three of the top 30 and four of the top 45 available free agents. Ooh, yep. Good stuff. And I, I, I do think they are going to uh, – they're not done making moves. They're they're going to try. They're going to make a trade at some point. Uh, we, it's to be seen uh, what which way which direction it goes. Um, but no, it, it is a good feeling, Sean. You are absolutely correct that uh, that there's there's like an outward effort being shown. I wish the local yeah. professional football team would kind of get on board with that philosophy. Oh yeah, that's never happened. That'd be nice though. But yeah, um, any. Uh, any other questions, topics, or anything before I take us out with uh, with another Kobe tribute? I got the Reds to win the NL Central at fifteen to one yesterday. It and that was good because those odds are probably going to shrink a little bit. Nine to one at Caesars right now. Nice Ooh. bet. That's a value bet right there. That, that is, is a great value, value bet. bet. That is a great value bet. I uh, and I, I look forward. And I, think, I was going to say I think they would announce Castellanos signing yesterday if Kobe wouldn't have happened. Probably. Uh, they yeah, they would have announced it. 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 Was talking about it's still pending a physical right now, I believe, but uh, it shouldn't be an issue. Um, all right, we've been at this one for an hour and twelve, almost thirteen minutes now. I want to take us out with uh, something. From it's just Kobe's numbers. This is not a legacy. This is not a his death thing. But I think it's the coolest one of. We like obscure and cool sports stats on this program. I mentioned the Albert Pujols stat in a very uh, infantile episode where he had swung and missed at six pitches, um, like at the at the All Star break of a season. Uh, so I'm going to share. Everybody knew that Kobe uh, had two jerseys, and they're both retired at Staples Center, number eight and number 24. The first 10 seasons of his career, he wore number eight. The second, uh, the last 10 seasons of his career, he wore number 24. Um, in jersey number eight, Kobe Bryant scored 16,866 points, won three NBA championships, was elected four times to the first team All-NBA, and was an All-Star selection eight times. Uh, With jersey number 24, Kobe Bryant scored 16,777 points, so less than a 100-point difference. The second 10 seasons of his career, 10 to first, he won two NBA championships. He was elected to the first team All-NBA seven times, and he was an All-Star selection, a perfect 10 out of 10 seasons. Uh, while wearing number 24. And I think those stats are uh, unbelievably parallel to one another and shows uh, the kind of player he was for his entire career. With with that as, uh, as my final thought, I don't have any other takes other than uh, hug your loved ones a little bit tighter. Because uh, it can be taken from you at any minute, as we all found out yesterday. Death, death knows no, uh, no knows no face, knows no wealth, it knows no class, it knows no race, it knows nothing. It's can come at any point. Um, yes, if, you uh, if you guys haven't read LeBron's uh, post about Kobe, you guys should take a check, check, take a peek at that when you yeah, get off of here. 
pretty good. Yeah, I uh, I've been looking for I've been looking for LeBron's reaction. Um That's just his initial. There's got to be more. He just that he knew oh, he had to say something. More, yeah. See, yeah, but he didn't is. really say anything. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't uh, I haven't seen it yet, but I will be sure to find it. Fellas, um have a very 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 good evening and we will chat some more shortly. Absolutely. Go yeah, Chiefs. <laughs> for the Bad Beats and Velcro Klutz podcast crew, I am Kevin, aka Marty from Manitoba. We were coming from you, coming to you live from the headquarters basement bar. Hug your loved ones. You never know when it can when it can be stripped from you. Have a great night.